What's up, everybody? This is Sea Captain Carl, and I got my co-host here, Marvin the Martian. And you're listening to The Quad. What's up, everybody? Today, we're talking a multitude of things. I do want to say we are back on track for our normal type of podcast. I don't know. How'd you feel about the last one? It was cool. It was really nice having um, Marissa in there, Patrick. And he's actually with us today. He'll be doing a little segment. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Tell us what you guys think. Uh, like I said, we have a Twitter page, an email address. Like, Let us know what you thought about the last podcast. We want to do more things like that. Mm-hmm. Having people on with different perspectives, uh, females, teachers, minorities, just people who with different perspectives of mm-hmm. what, of what the issues that we talk about, um, you know. Um, so, so what are some of the things we're talking about today, uh, Marvin? Uh, before we start with our trending topic, we're going to talk about tech. Um, Patrick has um, the Internet of Things. Yep. And then we're also going to talk about the new South Korean president. All right. Uh, that just happened like literally hours ago. Um, yeah. Um, and then we'll talk about France got a new president as well. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Interesting. We'll talk about NBA playoffs, and then um, I think that's it. So let's go ahead and get started. So our our trending topic of today, dude. This is so funny. Patrick and I earlier today were looking at it. There's a video. Uh, maybe we'll put the audio in uh, later so you guys can listen to it. Um, but over the weekend, I guess, um, or actually yesterday, Monday night, Spirit Airline cancels uh, a multitude of flights at a Fort Lauderdale appoint, uh, airport, mm-hmm. and a fight ensues between the passengers, or would-be passengers, mm-hmm. and the airport uh, security and staff. So let me explain what happened. So apparently... There is an ongoing battle between the uh, airline pilots and the uh, the airport. I mean, the the airline itself. So, in order to kind of like get back mm-hmm. at the airline for, I think it's money dispute or budget, yeah. whatever it may be, um, they have canceled approximately since the beginning of May, which is which is we're nine days in. Three hundred flights. The pilots themselves have canceled the flights. I didn't even know they were allowed to do things like that. So they've canceled 300 flights, and just so happened on Monday, people just got fed up of it. You know, I think there were nine flights canceled yesterday. And um, people just went off. And so a fight ensued. Uh, people were throwing punches. People were getting arrested. Just complete chaos. Um, so <laughs> real quick, Pat, Marvin, what, what do you think about the, the fact that we're having so many like airplane disputes and airplane uh-huh. situ—I mean, airport situations. Like, with all the airlines, like, it's crazy. Like, all this stuff is happening. I always go back to the fact that um, when you think of companies, they're here to make a profit, and once you have very few of them, they'll uh, arrange things in a way, they arrange the market in a way that they have control over one section, sole control over one section. Another airline has a sole control over one section. That's what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And you basically have different monopolies, regional monopolies, and people don't have enough choice. Those people who saw this going on for nine days straight right. didn't probably did not have too many choices. You mean Especially the people who are trying to fly um, maybe, yeah, spirit? In, in yeah. that region. And so black, 
and so lack of competition, um, that whole uh, dividing the market in, in that sort of sense gives uh, corporations, those airlines, enough, in, enough power to do those sort of things and get away with it. Right. That is true. And I think it's just crazy that incident after incident we've had yeah. to see um, of, of airlines mm-hmm. and airports just acting up. So tell us what you guys think about <laughs> this whole Spirit Airline thing that's been happening. To be honest, I, I'd probably be there too. If, like, I had, if I paid all that money and, you know, probably paid hotels and everything yep, else. Yep. And everything has to be trying to get now. home, mm-hmm. and he just becomes stranded because they just canceled the flight. And then it's not like they're going to offer to find another flight because mm-hmm. they're canceling those flights too, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but um, so yeah, we're we're gonna move on. Uh, <clears throat> we're talking tech. Uh, Patrick, uh, you want to um, talk a little bit about uh, your topic here? That can be toasters, refrigerators, um, cameras like webcams and stuff like that, or. Uh, security cameras that uh, watch our homes for us. So right now, I can go pretty much on my phone and see what is going on at my house. I can see my living room. Um, I can see what the temperature is at my house. I can adjust the thermostat. I can do, I I have pretty much full control um, over my house right now. Um, This is good, it's very convenient, but the only thing is security right now on these those vices are are not the best, to be honest. Um, Not too long ago, I was listening to a TED talk and a guy on there, he's a hacker, and he talked about how he was exploring on the internet, and a fellow hacker had sent him a link of a bunch of live streams of children, um, their bedrooms, and then sleeping via their webcams, which is just straight ridiculous and crazy. And creepy. Um, it's very creepy, to be honest. Um, and the fact that companies are putting um, webcams out, the fact that companies are putting web- webcams out uh, that don't have the best security is just a shame. And so I just wanted to talk to you guys about this. Do you guys, what are your thoughts on um, the current uh, technology companies, mm-hmm. them just putting out, um, making everything connected to the internet? Do you think it's a good idea to have our, our refrigerators, our, um, our homes connected to the internet where they're vulnerable um, for attacks? Um, and event, yeah, where they're vulnerable to attacks. So um, Marvin, what do you think? Um, that's a very good point, actually, that we don't really consider security when it comes to appliances because this technology is so nuanced that it just doesn't register in most people. I mean, if you think of your phone, if you think of your laptop, you think of this is my personal information and therefore it has to be protected. But your refrigerator, yes, in the future, I've seen, I think, was it Samsung, that it has access to your credit card and therefore it can order for you in future. Yeah. in the future. So people just don't realize how these little pieces can add up to someone who's skilled like a hacker and can go after you, go after your family. Um, and that said, I think we should be focusing more on security and I think people should just be aware of, get that push because everything's driven by, by the market. Basically, if the market is willing to buy the product I'm selling without security, that's how I'm going to sell it because it's more financially convenient. Yeah, that's less money you have to pay in research and production. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's going to take something major to happen mm-hmm. for people to have to like realize that we need to crack down on security measures because, yeah. um, like Patrick was saying, all these, all of these, um, this uh, 
this baby monitor fiasco that's happening where people can hack into those baby monitors and see exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. Not only are they, is it an invasion of privacy as in they're seeing your house and your home, yeah. but if you leave out information, you know, depending on the quality of the video, the stream, they can see what information you're leaving out, the things that, right. that, that you have in your house, um, mm-hmm. and that all leads to a way to, to stealing money from you and taking money away from you and your family. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to take something dramatic to happen for uh, us to realize that security for all type mm-hmm. of devices are, is going to be important because mm-hmm. uh, people are, there's people out there that just don't care yeah and um, they see an opportunity and they're going to take it um, if there's a way to like logically you think in your mind if I don't have to work hard but I can earn two or three times the amount of money that a hardworking person does then why work hard right logically you think that in your head and it makes sense but on a moral standpoint, then it gets a little bit different because mm-hmm. um, working hard is, is a staple of, um, of American society, and, and that's something we've been striving to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, the level of, level of success we've had, but we've been striving to um, promote working hard and yeah. uh, not taking advantage of others. So, And another thing, it also could be because of just basically how the government works because this kind of regulation – Patrick, I think you're, you're talking about would probably be by the federal government because whatever corporation selling this stuff is selling from more than one state, not only California, it could be a different state. But you've seen before, even in drones especially, the, the government itself has been so slow in releasing regulation. Um, Sometimes, like in, in drones, they could, they, they could practically fly over your property you look over your property without because there's no regulation for, against that so it's just one of the things that um we have to be more persistent to our government to our leaders to to push for yeah and um some of the companies the good companies um well i don't want to say good but the bigger companies um such as like apple and google mm-hmm. they actually do a pretty good job um of securing these devices that they put out because you know right. google they own companies like nest right um, yeah which is pretty much now Google Home um, and Apple. They, uh, they own a couple of other things, but it's just important that everything is, um, regulation will be good, but mm-hmm. these companies need to take the responsibility of making yeah. sure um, that their products are secure. Yeah. Um, I, I believe it was not too long ago that some of the smart TVs were actually found to be watching people. Um, and they have cameras and some people um, though that Though our security is good right now, some people are smart enough to still break the good stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just important that we make sure that whatever we build, whatever these these companies in our building, that everything is okay. And so um, I just wanted to, um, that that was my topic, the Internet of Things. And if you guys have anything you guys want to talk to us about, um, you have any concerns, if you have any stories, um, Mm -hmm. just hit us up at our Twitter. We have Facebook as well. No Facebook, but Twitter would be the best way to uh, get a hold of us. And we want to hear your thoughts. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll talk about some of the uh, craziest stories that you guys have, maybe next time or, um, or another time. But yeah. Um, also related to tech, other than not in the internet things, I want to talk about financing. And right now, there are various apps you can use to. First of all, why the reason why you should do investment, investment, I meant. The reason why you should do invest, investment. So I make 
let's say let's say I make twenty dollars in a in a month because right. part time. <laughs> wait, 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 what do you mean you make twenty dollars? Like two hundred. Oh, two hundred. Yeah. Oh, okay. Part time. Anyways. Okay. So let's say you save half of that. Um, in especially in my bank, you probably get a zero point zero one interest right yeah. every month or so and uh if you consider how much inflation is going up it's by around three percent i think it's three percent okay therefore your money is losing value for just sitting there you might as well invest it in the different companies that are coming up uh, I, i've been using an application called Robin Hood and uh, yeah, I've heard of Robin Hood before. A company like Tesla gives you like two dollars a share for for a trading day, and on average. That's how much you had to pay for the shares, two dollars. Oh no, the the profit, the. So how much did you put in? How much did you the invest? Share itself, depending on what time you actually invest in uh-huh. it, the share will probably be three hundred and twenty nineteen around that range. Dollars. Yeah, for okay. one share of uh, Tesla. Okay. Company. And uh, by the end of the day, on average, you probably expect $2 in return. That's $2 for just putting your money there. You can sell it and get right. that $2 back, your money and that $2 back. So I just think if you're interested on making some extra money, getting to know how the market works, if you're interested in financing and, uh, and, and all that stuff, you should definitely try investing. There are lots of apps there, um, no minimums, no commissions for right. some of them. So that's interesting. Um, I also did a little research on the investment stuff, and uh, there's quite a few apps out there mm-hmm. that allow you to do small-scale investing and just sort of get your feet wet uh, so you can understand how it works. And uh, Robinhood is definitely one of the ones I've heard about that's pretty yeah. good. There's another one I can't think of right now that lets you invest as low as $5 um, a share. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can just use those those tools and those apps to sort of get an understanding yeah. of the investment world. And investing is very important. So now we're going to move on to uh, politics. We're going to do that quick, and then we'll do uh, sports. Right. So politics, uh, today we're going to do it differently from what we, how we usually do it. Instead of focusing on American politics, we'll try and do an international. We have yeah. a couple of stories lined yeah. up. The first one is, well, actually the whole theme is elections. Yeah, elections. So uh, the elections in France have been recently concluded and um the winner is uh i can't remember his name mark mark Khan? i'm not sure i'm saying it right i'm pretty i'm pretty sure i'm not saying it right but um the main the main uh i guess the main story from those elections were first of all there's this growing trend of macron Oh, that's his name? Yes. Okay. All right. So there's this growing trend of um, of uh, opposition to globalization. That's what made Trump win right here because people okay. are afraid of losing their jobs to other places that have lower labor wages. Right. And that was the same thing that was going in France. But fortunately or unfortunately, whichever perspective you take, that didn't work out as as it did here. And uh, you basically have a have a president right now in France that is um, pushing for globalization, who thinks the EU is a good is a good deal, I guess. The uh, European Union yeah. you're talking about, okay. Yeah. 
So I guess that's a win for them, for the EU. And uh, the main topic was interference from the Russians in those elections, the same thing as here. Okay. They would hack um, the account of Macron. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. Okay. And release that info in attempt to sway the election towards mm. his opponent. Right. Who had the same agenda as Trump had, had, had before, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you guys think about that? What's um, a, how big of an influence does Russia have on European and American and elections all over the world? Being one of the biggest continents mm-hmm. and having, you know, uh, a substantially, you know, longer mm-hmm. history and infrastructure as a country um, could very well um, allow them to interfere and influence a lot of things that happen around them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this whole notion that um, of a, of the big countries, um, you know, influencing the smaller countries, because although the the big countries, you know, are are uh, make up a lot of the population or whatever, you got to think for every you know big country, there's ten or twenty smaller countries, mm-hmm. and if you get enough of those smaller countries, um, you can get you know an influence over that region, over that area. Yeah. Um, so that this whole notion of, of bigger countries influencing small countries is not a new thing. Um, it, it's been happening for a while, and like we were saying off off air earlier, um, you know, the fact that America does it all the time, but yeah. when we do it, it's right. But when someone else does it, it's wrong. Uh, I think we have to be careful with mm-hmm. with um, you know saying that we're always right and other people are always wrong, especially right. as Americans. Uh, it could get very hairy and. Um, mm-hmm. You never know, like, for example, uh, you know, if we were just to sort of transition into my topic, I was just reading um, that South Korea just elect, they just elected a new uh, leader, mm-hmm. a new president. His name is um, Moon, let me see here, I, I'm also going to say his name wrong, um, Moon Jae-in. So uh, he becomes the uh, South Korea, mm-hmm. South Korea's leader. And I think it's interesting that um, he's more of a, uh, if you look at his bio and the things that he's uh, done mm-hmm. as a politician, he's more of a um, a leader that's like more liberal mm-hmm. in a sense, mm-hmm. uh, politically and, uh, and uh, pertaining specifically to foreign policy. But as a, con- he's more conservative when it comes to uh, things that pertain to the actual homeland and things Social that actually issues. pertain, yeah, right. the domestic things. Right. Um, and I always thought that that's, interesting that he takes those types of approaches right and he's allowed to or he's able to make them work in a sense yeah uh because it's saying in this report um by the new york times that his goal is to actually make north korea and south korea have better relations Mm -hmm. and uh it says that if this is the case that um it'll take some of the pressure off of china and because america is pressuring china to uh, you know, sort of flex their muscle at uh, North Korea right. and make them back down um, in certain respects. Because uh, we're doing that to China because they're mm-hmm. not only are they closer mm-hmm. and able to make a, a more larger impact, um, it's a, it would be easier for them to, mm-hmm. you know, show 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 North Korea that we're, mm-hmm. that America and its allies are not to be trifled with. Um, but in this sense, the fact that this new president is saying that he'd rather uh, recognize what what's the current 
president of Kim, what, Kim Jong Un or yeah. Kim Jong Il, one of those. Yeah. Uh, he his stays his stat his stance is to uh, recognize him as their leader mm-hmm. and to open up diplomatic talks and uh, try and find a way to make things you know more more uh, peaceful and that's great and all mm-hmm. but uh, I think people will will see that as a sort of a cop out and see that uh, you know if these two countries come together eventually um, you know North Korea will somehow take advantage of South Korea. And um, and North Korea, that because that's their agenda. Their agenda is to is to become as powerful as possible and to and to do harm to the United States and its allies. That's the that's the legitimate fact. Is that they for for some, whatever reason you know whatever reason you think it is, there's multiple reasons out there for mm-hmm. the fact that North or North Korea doesn't like America in a, in a plain sense. You know, well, yeah. I mean, that that is it's very true because. And goes back to what you said earlier that we're always trying to push for our own political image in other countries. Right. That's why we in Libya we went and wanted democracy there. In other countries, you can think about we always want our political image ingrained in another country. Exactly. And if you think of North Korea as a dictatorship, which is what it which is, is completely <laughs> opposite to what we want democracy. Yeah. That's why it's so hostile. Just that's completely why, opposite in conflicting ideologies. Like, yeah. yeah. And uh, to quote him, he says um, that he wants to achieve a peaceful re- reunification one day. Mm-hmm. And his quote is, to do that, we must recognize Kim Jong-un as their ruler and as their dialogue partner. The goal of sanctions must be to bring North Korea back to the, to the negotiating table. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all well and good. Like, I feel like this guy has good intentions, per se, mm-hmm. but I feel like North Korea is going to take advantage of them, and uh, they're going to end up... If, if and I think that's true. If not purposely, it might be just of, because North Korea is just so underdeveloped, the people are just so poor and malnourished that right. if they do have some form of unification, no one's going to be there. They're all going to move to South Korea and I'm just hoping that they do somehow work it out, but that's one of the things. That's one of the things why China is not too um, is not too much in a rush to right to soften those relations mm-hmm. because it realizes that once that happens, because the only thing that keeps North Koreans in North Korea is because it's a dictatorship. And right, they would not want to be there if they had a choice. And um, in the end, it comes down to political mm-hmm. motivation, mm-hmm. money, power, all those things are the major factors of, of why people do what they do. Mm-hmm. Instead of focusing on the issue of how do we take care of people? How do we make sure people are in the best possible position to live a, a healthy and, and, and uh, successful, satisfactory life mm-hmm. um, that they enjoy? That's not the number one priority for a lot of these people and mainly people that make decisions for these countries. Right. Um, that's not their main goal. Mm-hmm. And um, and as as unrealistic as it is, I would like us see to get, I would like to see us get to a point where that is the main goal, and uh, people are considering yeah. how would this affect um, you know, people's lives on an everyday yeah. everyday basis. So, but, but for now, I just think it's almost I don't think it's it's ever gonna happen, at least in my my lifetime yeah because it's just so much greed there's so much um need for dominance in the world stage because america wants this and russia 
the number two or it could be a close number two one's yeah. a different completely different thing just because they want to oppose us and right. not, not to say that we're right i just think there should be more efforts to come to come together and have like a global like a like a global agenda and in, in all types of fields. yeah but that could get dangerous because um, I mean, we've tried it before with the UN, but the, the thing is, the UN is just so ineffective because Russia and America and China all have veto powers. Right, all the big countries. Nothing's yeah. going to get done. Yeah, because they have differing views mm-hmm. on how things should be done. Right. So moving on to sports, since you never have anything for sports, because you're I always have tons of things in sports. Oh, you do. So what do you have for today then? The EPL. What is that? English Premier League. Oh, soccer. No, nah, we don't want to talk about soccer. <laughs> Let's talk there NBA playoffs. There are more playoffs. people who watch soccer in the world than the okay, NBA. Okay, we're talking about... Than the Super Bowl. That's not true. That is true. No, it's not. That is true. There's more money in soccer. Patrick, do, do some stat checking for us, There's okay? more money While in I go soccer. On. There's more money in soccer than in the NBA. That's because it's been, around, it's been around longer. I bet they don't get as, as much money as baseball does. Not because it's been around longer. It's because they have... What they have so much influence on the countries. I mean, if you think of distribution rights for what for games, streaming games, watching on cable, all that stuff, tons of money. The EPL. I mean, if a team gets into the EPL, immediately they get twenty million euros just for being there. Twenty million euros is like what in in American that's dollars? Le- in, in, it's like what in, in soccer? That's less than one player. Okay, so maybe soccer's... It's not even... I'm not going to lie. On average, a good player could be 35, 40 million I'm not going to lie and say that they that it's not a, a great, a great sport and people don't watch it, but we're talking NBA playoffs here. That's we, 10 times more important. How? Especially well, in like, America. Especially in America. We're talking NBA playoffs here, bro. So let me explain to you what's going on. So right now, we are in... We're actually getting ready to be in the... Uh, the conference finals. Um, Boston uh, against Washington, they're two and two. Mm-hmm. Toronto and Cleveland, they're they just actually Cleveland just swept Toronto four games. I feel so bad for Canada, especially in basketball and in um, what's it hockey. I just man, like I feel like they don't win nothing. It just sucks for them. But anyway, <laughs> uh, and then you have on the on the western side where we live, uh, you have. Golden State Warriors and the Utah Jazz. Golden State just swept them 4-0. Houston and uh, San Antonio, they're 2-2 two two split. So you have um, the big super teams, Golden State Warriors and Cleveland, sweeping everybody. And then you have the more competitive, interesting rounds, Boston and Washington tied 2-2. Two and two. Houston and San Antonio tied 2-2. Two and two. Um, Any predictions um, of who you think is going to win? I know you're not, you don't watch too much, but overall, who you think is going to be the champion? Uh, Marvin, um, the guys won last time. <laughs> that Cleveland Cavaliers, that's yeah. LeBron's team. Okay, uh, there is a good case for them uh, winning. What do you think, Patrick? Warriors. He th- he says the Warriors. Uh, did you do that fact checking? Fact checking for me. Checking for me. Uh, and then the Warriors. Yeah, because you're you're a West Coast type of guy. I'm a Midwest guy. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Ohio man. Like, I gotta go with. Since my team, the Bulls, is out, I gotta go with with Cleveland. It's going to be a good matchup. Total and, and all, mm-hmm. uh, Golden State Warriors and Cleveland are 16-0 and 0 
in the playoffs. They have not lost a game yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the Eastern Conference Finals. I have Cleveland against Washington. Cleveland winning that in six games, four to two. And then I have Golden State beating uh, the Houston Rockets in seven games, mm-hmm. uh, four to three. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Tell us, what, I mean, who are you guys' favorite teams? Uh, send us some some tweets. Let us know what you guys think about the NBA playoffs, who, your predictions, who's going to win, because it's going to be interesting. And, Marvin, I'm not going to say it again, playoffs, NBA playoffs, way more important than soccer. But anyway, uh, okay. <laughs> um, I think today was, uh, I mean, it was kind of quick, but yeah. we, we covered some really interesting things. Um, like I talked about in the last podcast, we do plan on releasing that mm-hmm. um, that special podcast of just me and you talking social issues right. um, really soon, probably this week. Mm-hmm. By the time you listen to this, it'll probably be out as well. Um, go check that out. It'll be interesting. Just some mm-hmm. just some conversation. We, we sat there, we drank coffee and tea and, and, and cookies and just talked about, you know, some of the, the things that plague um, the American society. And we talked about the differences between your type of culture and, and, my, and my culture. Um, no, that's not true. Let me see. Let me read this to the people. Okay, so Patrick just did some, some fact-checking. Check. I keep saying checking. It's checking. Uh, it says the World Cup is way more popular than the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl had 115 million um, watchers and... The World Cup final had one billion. Okay, but that but that's because it's a it's a national thing. International. Yeah, international thing. All right. So you have different teams from different countries. You have countries. You only have two teams. But I'm saying one game. But I'm saying for the whole to get up to that point, mm-hmm. you know, to find out who's gonna be in the World Cup, you have so many teams from every. You have America in there, uh, you know, playing playing each other. Kind of lost in the first. In the, in the okay, third I don't. Round. I don't need you talking trash on the United States soccer team uh, because we we struggled. And I, the only thing I will say about soccer, that's the only thing I pay attention to, is um, U.S. soccer, men's soccer, women's soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta say, our teams is our teams are good. They just they seem a little outmatched when it comes to a lot of the um, the South American teams, especially. Yeah, because there's more. It's more about money here than actual talent and passion because that, that's what the soccer is it's a passionate game it's just what's our um that's what it's driven by it's driven by passion and talent people like a uh, messi cristiano all those people grew up didn't he just get suspended for something messi yeah he got suspended for something uh, i'm pretty sure and then he got the band got lifted could that was neymar oh that was neymar see i don't even know the guys so what happened um with uh, that? it was basically uh, I think it was um, he told one of the officials something I can't say on air. Oh wow! And, <laughs> and that's why. Interesting. So you, soccer is, and it's a lot more. It's a lot different than American sports because people are held soccer players are held to such a high standard that even calling a ref, uh, even after the game, something as crude as he said gets you suspended. Mm. And that's it. Maybe a fine as well. I do want to say. So they held to a really high standard, and it's oh. driven by passion. Tim Howard, Tim Howard got suspended too for three games for telling a fan some in, inappropriate things. I have to say, out of all the, uh, out of all the soccer players mm-hmm. um, in America, Tim Howard's probably my favorite. He's an old man. 
but he plays well so often. And he, I remember that that catch he made in what was it, 2014 or 2013, um, to save us, and it was, it was amazing. I mean, just Tim Howard's a beast. He's a beast. You don't remember that 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 uh, save he made uh, like two or three, well, it was like three or four years ago, um, and it saved us. Um, I can't remember what round it was. Was it on the qualifiers? I think it was on the qualifiers. We were playing some some South American team. But uh, that's only that's the only play I keep playing in my mind when I think about soccer. But um, how do we flow back on the sports? I think we should have a vote. Like, let's have people actually say what they want to hear. Because we always talk about the NBA, never talk about the NFL. Oh, NFL is not as interesting. But we never and it's talk not in, about it's soccer. It's not in season. We, never talk we talk about, about hockey, what's in season. We never talk about no one wants to hear things hockey. that people may want to hear. We okay. can have, like, a large base You're in right. Canada. Okay, so what we'll do is we will put a poll on our uh, Twitter page. You guys go there and vote on what sport you want to hear the most about. Um, I think it'll be, you guys, it'll be NBA. I'm tired of this oh my gosh, NBA Marvin. monopoly. You're such a hater right now, dude. You're such a hater. I, I don't know. If I had to sit through a whole NBA talk again <laughs> next <laughs> Such week. a hater, bro. <laughs> okay, so next time, then you have to come prepared with something about I'm soccer. Soccer, because I watch it every well, I follow it every day. I mm. watch it when I can. Wow. Well, because I'm always prepared. We're going to see. So you guys go on there and vote. Let us know what you guys want to hear. We're going to wrap up today. Thank you guys for listening. Um, again, go check out that episode. Um, I'm not sure what it's going to be entitled yet, but we're going to do something um, uh, pretty interesting uh, mm-hmm. on the podcast, and it'll be cool for you guys to listen to. So thank you for listening. Again, this is Sea Captain Carl, and I have my co-host here. Marvin the Martian. And you're listening to The Quad. Thanks, guys. <laughs>